It's a great day in Safety Harbor, and welcome to the Safety Harbor Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Safety Harbor app. The app's available in the App Store and Google Play. You can simply type in Safety Harbor and download the app. The app is full of information for the surrounding area of Safety Harbor with businesses, services, and shopping. So please download the app to get up-to-date information and listen to this podcast. So let's get this podcast started today from a word from our sponsor. Hey, this is Russ with Dunedin Bike Tours. We'd love to showcase you around the town of Dunedin. So come on by to clearwaterbeach.tours and book your tour today. Tours are available on Saturdays and Sundays at 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Go to clearwaterbeach.tours. Welcome back to the show. Today we're in Tarpon Springs at the Tarpon Springs Distillery, and our guests today are Barry Butler and Lisa Butler, the proprietor and owner, and he's also the uh, chief whiskey officer from your business card. That's what I see, correct, Barry? That's correct. Well, how are you two doing today? We're doing real well, thank Good. you. Well, first of all, I want to say what a great place. I was here last week for a function uh, in uh, just a beautiful place. I got to taste some of your um, your spirits, which were very good. and. Uh, how did you get about wanting to become a distillery in Tarpon Springs? Well, we live in Tarpon Springs. We've been here for about eight years. And uh, seven years ago or so, I got interested in hobbyist uh, uh, liquor making or moonshining, as people would call it, and uh, bought a still and started making uh, liquor in the backyard, basically. And uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, and then we started... Uh, did you enjoy it or did you enjoy the liquor? Both. Both. Okay. It was Definitely. a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, my neighbors would come over and we'd run liquor and you know, share it amongst the group. And uh, so, so people liked the liquor a lot. And then during that period of time, Lisa and I really got interested in uh, touring distilleries as sort of a touristy thing to do. I mean, uh, people may not realize it, but most anywhere you go now anymore, there's a distillery within driving range. And, and in general, they're always fun to go visit. The, the process is usually similar where you get a tour and you get to taste the spirits and learn how they make it and meet the staff and uh, so and then buy whatever you like and carry it home with you. So it's really a fun thing to do uh, to visit local distilleries and so we went all over. I mean, yeah, uh, we started uh, everywhere uh, that we traveled. We just Googled uh, distillery near me and and uh, uh, we, we visit them wherever they were within reach. So so what are the products, the type of spirits that you're distilling here? We make a uh, one of the broadest ranges, I think, of, of products of any of the distilleries we've been to and that we uh, work in a lot of different areas. We, uh, I'm from Alabama, so uh, if you're from Alabama, you need to make traditional moonshine. We do that. We make a, uh, an award-winning uh, Grambling Woods moonshine and an aged version of that. Those are traditional uh, Appalachian style moonshines. But we uh, do a, we have a few tricks up our sleeve that make our spirits incredibly smooth. So people who are expecting that alcohol burn or the jet fuel flavor of moonshine really are, are, are pleasantly pleased when they uh, are surprised when they taste our, our moonshine. It's really incredibly smooth. 
drink it on the rocks, you can mix it. It's a very versatile spirit. I, I can vouch for the moonshine. That's my favorite one, and, and I prefer it straight. Yeah. It's just, it's very, it's very smooth, <laughs> and uh, I really enjoy it. And I'm, I'm planning on leaving here with a bottle today. So well, that's, that's good. Fantastic. We like that. Uh, it, being in Turpin Springs, all things Greek, uh, if you're going to be in Turpin Springs, you need to make something Greek. And so uh, I searched the uh, internet long and hard and found an old blog from a guy whose great great uncle had made Moonshine Uzo in Greece and uh, extrapolated the ingredients and added a little bit of Florida flair to it with some orange peel. And so we make uh, a traditional Greek Uzo here. Uh, Neither of us are Greek, but uh, but we learned to make ouzo, and our ouzo actually uh, was won a number of awards uh, this year in the American Distilling Institute Craft uh, uh, Spirit Awards, and actually won an entire class, which is kind of like the equivalent of winning the Oscars and uh, the best picture best at the Oscar, best in show for a dog, or anything. best in yeah, show for the dog, show, or whatever. Huh? <laughs> so like uh, we won. Uh, that, that show had over a thousand distilleries uh, submit uh, uh, products to it. So winning one of the major classes was a, was a big boost for us. And uh, so we sell that here, it's called Papu's Uzo. Uh, we make a product called Claresso, which is kind of unlike anything you can get anywhere uh, on the planet really. We actually distill espresso. Uh, we mix uh, a very large amount of uh, Cuban style espresso in our mash, and then we run it through the still, uh, grounds and all, and the coffee oils will ride the vapors and create a spirit that's clear and 90 proof, but also has the flavor of espresso and has a really deep coffee uh, kind of chocolate finish to it. Uh, and that's called Claresso. That's, I haven't tried that yet. I'll have to oh, try you, this one. You, we'll you try that definitely one. like it. Definitely. I haven't tried that one yet. We can rectify that today. We can't. Now, when I was here, when I was here last week, you were also uh, doing a whiskey. Yeah, we're working on a whiskey. Uh, now, one of the things about us that's different than some craft distilleries you go visit is that we uh, we make everything from scratch. We don't purchase any alcohol from anybody. So, a lot of times you'll go to new distilleries, and all of a sudden they'll be selling you a five-year-old whiskey, and you're like, "Well, how'd you get that?" You know, they opened six months ago, and. What they do is it's called sourcing, and so they buy whiskey from other distilleries and they rebottle it and blend it and things like that until they have their own whiskey. Uh, some some distilleries always do that; they never make their own whiskey. But in our case, since we make everything from scratch, we don't have the whiskey available yet. It's in barrels aging. Uh, our first uh, barrels of whiskey will begin uh, coming off out of the, the warehouse in November of this year. And uh, so we're making a rye malt whiskey. It's made with a majority of rye, but it's also got 30% pecan smoked barley in it. And, uh, and it's got 15% malted corn. And the rye is malted as well. So all the grains are malted. And what that means is that they're allowed to sprout before they ground. And that converts them into, a, uh, makes it so we don't have to boil them in the cooking process and allows us to maintain more of the grain flavor. And I think it also makes for a smoother uh, whiskey as well. So that's gonna be ready uh, in the fall. And then uh, I guess our biggest thing that we do besides all that is we're really developing a reputation around the, the, the world really as a uh, gin house. Our gins are very flavorful. Uh, we're actually today, I, I can't say who because I didn't ask their permission, but we're actually running a batch of uh, proprietary uh, gin for a restaurant in the area. 
that's going to feature uh, a special one of what we call our lab gen, which is a uh, a label we have that allows us to vary the botanical recipes uh, anytime we like. So uh, we're finishing off a batch as we speak of uh, special gin for a particular restaurant that had their own idea of what they wanted in their gin, so we made it for them. And that's kind of a cool thing we're going to be getting into going forward is doing some of these uh, private label products for individual restaurants and things like that, uh, where we can make their own their own recipe. Now, was the, was the process in uh, opening, getting licensed and everything uh, a very complex situation to, to <laughs> just a, yeah. you can give a yes or no on that, I can see. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, I know last time I, I was here at the function, uh, you talked about uh, you're going to age these whiskeys too here in, in uh, Tarpon Springs at an right. off-site loca location, like a warehouse or something like that. Well, actually, we just uh, took a lease on uh, the old uh, Mount Moriah AME Church on the corner of uh, uh, Alt-19 and Pine Street. It uh, was the first African-American church in West Florida. It was originally uh, built in 1896 and was refurbished in 1931. And uh, we're renovating, working with the owners to renovate the building, and it's going to become our barrel aging house. And we're going to take it back to its original look as a church. Uh, and ultimately, uh, we're hopefully we'll be able to take one end of the building and uh, sort of fence off the alcohol so people can still see the barrels and smell the liquor, but uh, then have an event center where people can have private events and parties and Christmas parties and things like that. This is a small one, up to about 49 people. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, and then that'll be a place that people can rent out for events and things. Uh, we won't have that ready probably till next tourist season. Uh, we're going to wait for the COVID to completely bypass us before we start doing that. But uh, then that'll be something to look forward to next year. But in the interim, we can age about 300 uh, barrels of whiskey in that building. Oh, that's nice. That's which will allow us to produce about 7,500 to 10,000 bottles a year uh, once it starts coming of age. Maybe you'll put an Airbnb in there and we should just stay all night. <laughs> You're well, the second person to just suggest Just put a bed in for a cot for sure. Just a bed. Yeah. A cot for yeah. sure. Bring somebody up with a straw to one of the barrels and then let them just lay there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell me, um, what does a customer experience when he walks through the door? What typically are you taking them through when they come in and uh, experience it? Okay. Well, uh, they're, they're, they're greeted by uh, a friendly person and, and ask if they'd like to do a complimentary tour and a tasting. All of our tours and tastings are, are complimentary. Uh, we don't charge for them. And uh, they're uh, basically walked through a little bit of the history of the building. It's, it's on the, the uh, historic registry. Uh, it was a, uh, a sponge import warehouse for, for 60 years and, and the history of it and, and the uh, uh, man who, who founded the business here, Stephen Katsaris, is really interesting and people enjoy hearing about that. Uh, and uh, that we talk about uh, the, the, the grains that go into the uh, spirits and we take uh, the guests back into the production facility and they uh, get to see the still and the fermentation tanks and uh, the mash cooker and all the equipment up close. And uh, we basically walk them through the process of, of how we make the spirits back there. 
and uh, uh, talk a little bit about our Age Spirits program. And um, uh, there's some barrels uh, aging uh, in the production facility. And uh, then they come, come uh, back out into the tasting room and their tasting is set up for them. And one of our tasting ambassadors uh, walks them, uh, guides them through a nice informative uh, tasting of each of our flagship spirits. And uh, if, uh, if uh, they're interested in trying some of our, our uh, different lab gins or uh, the uh, oaked moonshine, um, we'll, we'll pour them small tastes of that. But it's, it's just a really fun process. Usually takes about 40, 45 minutes for the whole thing. Oh, that's nice. Now, yeah. the place is just beautiful. The artwork outside. Who did the artwork on the outside? Jenny Pearl. Jenny Pearl did that. Yeah, yeah. Jenny is is uh, from Holiday, and she is basically like the local it girl of street art, you know. And uh, when we uh, were looking to find a way to get our building to pop, it's kind of a squatty concrete structure, you know. Uh, and there really was no way to create architectural interest. So um, putting art on it was just the natural uh, uh, best solution. And Jenny did such a wonderful job she, on the mural. She surely did, because when you ride down the road, this thing stands out. The truck stands out. Everything stands out when you hear the. Yeah, day. the truck is the truck. That's Henry. We oh just, yeah. We just bought Henry in January at the Meekum auction. Uh, Henry looks cool, but Henry also has a 450 horsepower drag racing motor in it. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> in addition to hauling barrels of whiskey, uh, does she run off moonshine? Does he? Maybe. Maybe. We haven't tried. Uh, <laughs> maybe possible. instead of instead of nitrous oxide, we put some uh, moonshine. <laughs> anyway, so Henry uh, Henry attracts a lot of guys my age who are driving down the road and see the old cool truck from their youth, and then the, they oh, oh, oh look at the motor. So so anyway, he's a good marketing piece as well as an excellent work truck. So so our so our groups, you know, we were here with a group of the Bay Area Young Professionals a week or so ago. So are people able to book functions here with you or do absolutely? Like okay. Yeah, uh, Jesse, our general manager. Uh, works with the people to set up functions uh, all the time. We've had a number of things. You know, the COVID really kind of sucked the life out of everything for a long time, but we're starting to get more things. Uh, we have the nice outdoor courtyard, and this time of year, that's that's a good place to have a group gathering, even if uh, it, within the COVID restrictions, people can get outside, spread out, and uh, relax. Socially distance appropriately. And, and have a good, good event. Uh, you know, we're keeping our occupancy inside down to about a half of what it normally could be, but we have the outside area, which we can seat about 35 people outside. And at our concerts, we actually have up to 100 now we're allowing to come to concerts, uh, which something else that we do uh, as part of the experience is uh, we have music concerts uh, with local and uh, national bands that come through. We had a national band from uh, Arkansas that came through uh, Dawson Hollow and played a show a couple of weeks ago. People love them. I mean, they have records oh, out and yeah. uh, you know, they're a really big band. But we have other local groups. We have the Wandering Hours coming up uh, a couple of weeks and then the Cracker Billies play here on a regular basis. And uh, So how would people get the event information? Is that 
Facebook, Facebook and our website okay. are the best places. And, and uh, uh, we also um, post on Google and, uh, uh, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll create an event for for each uh, each one that comes out and, and we'll also share it on, on other local groups. Okay. Yeah. Once, once the restrictions are over and people are feeling more comfortable, we'll also put it in the newspaper. We were doing that last year. Before COVID, we were getting two to 300 people per show, uh, which is really maxed out out there. I mean, it was elbow to elbow. Right. People were having a great time, but then after COVID, we cut it back. So right now we're limiting it just to our social media and our website because we're filling up the shows as it is and uh, we're not advertising the paper at the moment. So uh, tell me how they find you. What's the location? What's the address and phone number and email that they want to contact you? Uh, it's uh, 605 North Pinellas Avenue uh, and uh, we're basically two blocks south of the sponge docks on alternate 19 and uh, pretty easy to spot. You look for Henry the red truck with octopus tentacles or you look for the um, murals on the building and we have a nice parking lot next to the the building that can house 10 or 12 cars and uh, uh, so that's, that's where we are. Uh, if the building takes you to Walgreens, and if the your nav takes you to Walgreens because it doesn't know north from south, then just head toward the sponge docks and you'll find us. Okay, okay. Well, I wanna thank uh, Barry and Lucy for being on the show today. And uh, I wanna tell everybody, you gotta come experience this place. It's a wonderful place, it's beautiful. Say hi to Jesse when you come in too. And uh, take a tour and come down and see the Tarpon Springs Distillery. So thank you both for today being on the show. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to the Safety Harbor podcast this week. Please remember this podcast is broadcast every Friday morning at 9 a.m. with a new podcast broadcasting weekly. So tune in next week for a new broadcast and a new interview. Have a great day and enjoy Safety Harbor. Good day. Good day.